Hello and welcome to Weekly Wheel News, a subdivision of Cutting the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. On a day we've seen England scrape to victory against Romania. Drilling. Mm. And it wasn't, was it? Mm. Oh, sat in the sun. England B team. The England B team. It was only friendly, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not up for them. Mm. Sorry, I'm just navigating the cat to the window. <laughs> Listener, there you go. Right, okay, let's do some weird news. Yeah. New footage allegedly shows US Navy ship, quote, swarmed by UFOs. Ooh. I've got it in again. Uh, this is Fox News, though. I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure that Fox News have some reputable journalists. A documentary filmmaker who recently made headlines for leaked Pentagon footage of a spherical flying object seen off the coast of San Diego, a whale's vagina, <laughs> <laughs> recently posted new radar footage in 2019 that allegedly shows a US Navy ship surrounded by UFOs. On May 27th, Jeremy Corbell posted footage to his social media accounts with the caption, US Navy warships were swarmed by UFOs. I watched his documentary the other night. Yeah. yeah. Bob Lazar. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, he's such a shit filmmaker. <laughs> After film, it's just him. It's just a picture of him in his kitchen talking on the phone. To who? To Bob or to the, the George Knapp, the journalist. It's terrible. Yeah, it's such Is a that the Netflix one? Yeah. Yeah, I've tried to watch that, and I can't get past Bob Lazar's boring fucking voice. Well, I know he's boring. <coughs> I know he's boring. But he the whole be... point of it is you want to see, you know, what he has to say. Yeah. We don't want to see half the film with a fucking filmmaker in his kitchen. Yeah. Mike, this man's saying that we've got extraterrestrial craft, and, you know, we're back engineering, and we're using for our own purposes, and he worked at Area 51 while they're all doing it. And he makes it sound like like I'm watching a wet wall of paint. I was going to say, these are exciting times, not paint watching. Exactly. Right? Well, it's just his nature, isn't it? That's who he I is. I expect him to sound a little bit more animated about what he's seen. I would be, wouldn't you? Well, it was 30 years ago. The fuck, it's alien craft! <laughs> yeah, and he was enthusiastic at the time. But he well, should be now! Well, not if you spoke about it like fucking so many times throughout your life. After 40 years, you're going to get a bit tired. Mike, this is your meal ticket. Make it sound interesting. Yeah, but it didn't work out for him, did it? It wasn't a positive thing in his life. He came yeah. out and said this shit, and then he got fucking derided for it, lambasted and ridiculed. Yeah. And he makes plenty of money from doing this stuff, otherwise he wouldn't do it. He's got his own business. Yeah, he has, and this is a nice little earner for him he on the side, isn't yeah, it? He hasn't come out and said anything for like 20 years. He's Shut himself away. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he sells togas, Claire. <laughs> well, <one> <laughs> yeah. Radar footage shows multiple unknown targets surrounding the ship. This is the USS Omaha on July 15th, 2019, filmed inside the ship's combat information centre, which does sound kind of cool. And there are at least 14 unknowns observed at one time, Corbell wrote in a post on his Instagram account. Uh, the event series reached a crescendo with one of the unknown targets entering the water at 11pm. No wreckage found. None of the unidentified craft were recovered. Uh, it has not been confirmed as authentic by a US government agency, but the previous footage called Bellleet has been authenticated, and the Pentagon has not immediately responded for comment. 
Mm. I think there's going to be a lot of revelations coming soon. That report's been delayed, hasn't it? It has, but you think what they're going to? What's the base thing they're going to come out with? It's going to be like, hey, all right, this stuff's we don't know what it is. We don't think it's of earthly origin, and we don't know what it is. And they're not going to come out and say it's ETs, are they? No. Or ET probes or anything. They're not going to come out and say that. They're just going to go, we don't know. But then, at least if they're coming and saying that to the Congress, they're going to enact on it, aren't they? They're going to want to know what this stuff is. You know where I'll go? We'll want to bring one down. We'll want to see what it is. We'll try and bring one down. We'll, we'll get our most elaborate weapon out of the out of the black budget fucking locker. Like some kind of EMP railgun futuristic laser thing. I don't think it's a good idea taking one down when, you know... You've got to be starting an intergalactic war. Exactly. When they've, you know, they've been floating around since, look, this one's 2019, you know, so... And, and 30, 40 years before, if not more... Second World War? Yeah, 70 uh, years ago. Exactly, so... <laughs> yes, <laughs> but this is the military like, we're well, talking about. That, 70 years ago, mate, it, it didn't feel that long ago, like, when, you know, when you... Your mum and dad talk about it in the second world, or, or you, you know, my, my granddad was in the yeah. second world war. So was mine. Yeah, mine. You'd have been disgusted with the way things are going. Especially after you cut that German's head in half with a shovel. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> my granddad didn't see combat, I think he was. Well, one granddad was down the pit, so he wasn't going to war. Needed the coal. Yeah. And the other granddad was an engineer, so he, he became an engineer in the Royal Fusiliers, is it? Royal Engineering Corps, probably. Yeah, something like that. Well, I don't know what my granddad... Maybe only little when, when the Second World War was going on, but I should imagine my Greek-granddads were in it, wouldn't they? They'd have done something. They'd have done something. Yes. But, yeah, no, don't shoot them. You know, if they've been, you know, moseying about for quite some time and haven't took out, you know, any of the, you know... The but, but they could argue that they feel they're being attacked... But they're not, though, are they? Oh, I mean, no one... They've been observed, there's a difference. Yeah, Yeah, but, well, you know, what we're being observed, we don't like it. Give them a warning shot. Shot at what? (laughs) You know. They're obviously invisible. They're not invisible. Well, maybe they're not invisible to radar, but they might be invisible. No, they've been seen them. I mean, the pilots have been chasing them. Yeah, they did talk about last week, I mean. And then you've got them entering the water, so what if there's bases under the water? Mothership. Yeah, what if the mothership's hanging around under the sea, or what if there's an alien base under the ocean? Could be. It could be coming out of the Earth, Hollow Earth. Like kaijus? It could only be a good thing, couldn't it? Because surely they're going to have to be more advanced than us to live under the water successfully, unless, you know, they're sort of people gills or... Them UFOs, they might just dock into some big dome thing, like Atlantis. They might do, yeah. Because if they can survive space, they can survive being underwater. I don't think that's going to come out in the hearing, do you? No, I don't, to be fair. <laughs> your alien base is under the seas. <laughs> Run. Run. Your Stay line. away from the sea. <laughs> Scientists to nuke sea. <laughs> Corbo wrote in a post on Instagram, he said, we are way beyond the question of if UFOs exist. And he's probably right. I think we are beyond that question. These things clearly exist. Yeah. What are those? The next question. That's, that's the next question. Yeah. 
So yeah, we eagerly await the report. Yep. Maybe we'll do a special. We haven't done an emergency broadcast, have we, for we a while? We have not. No, Claire, will be your first emergency broadcast. See, since Claire's joined, things have calmed down in the world. We haven't had to do an emergency broadcast. I know there was a monolith, wasn't there? But that was obviously, it's been proven a hoax, surely, because yeah. of all these lockdowns and then they, you know, yeah. disappear. No more monoliths. That was a hoax, yeah. Unless the aliens were obeying lockdown rules. Oh, yeah, very considerate. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe coronavirus started with aliens dropping monoliths off. Yeah. It's like, I knew I shouldn't have licked that monolith. <laughs> it came out of a lab in Wuhan, Dean Kunst. Told us it was. He changed it from Russia though. Exactly, because they changed the plans. Russia was no longer the evil uh, enemy, it's China now. It's the only thing Mike's ever off the fence with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I do go for that. I do think it was, uh, whether it got out by accident or it was something they thought was worse and they didn't think it was was transmissible, I don't know. Who can say? What's the next one? Boat explodes just after passengers harass family with Pride flag. Well, it is Pride Month, and uh, I thought that maybe karma uh, does exist in some cases. Yeah, on Tuesday, Newsweek flagged a viral story making the rounds on Twitter and TikTok in which instant karma befell three boaters who harassed a family sailing with a gay Pride flag on Moses Lake, Washington. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Twitter user Retro Ushi, who identifies as trans and queer, told the story on social media and said, These people harassed my family because we were flying gay pride flags in Moses Lake by racing around us and shouting gay slurs. Then their boat literally blew up. Karma is real. Uh, and the drivers shit their pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that off air. <laughs> oh man, I hope your friend wasn't there. <laughs> Could be him. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a reputation. Yeah. yeah. The driver literally shit his pants and everyone saw when his shorts fell off in the water. <laughs> <laughs> floater people, there's a floater. Ultimately, the offending boaters were rescued and police doused the fire after the vessel had been shot. I thought he was going to say douse them off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the likely cause of the fire was that they were driving around so roughly they either damaged their carburettor or took in water and stalled. Then fumes built up and when they tried to speed away, the fumes ignited. Well, I mean, still, what can you do, eh? That's what you get. It's an impressive fire. Isn't it? Yeah. Blooms black smoke. Yeah, see, it's not a very impressive boat, though, is it? It's not. It looks like one of them. Well, it just looks like a shitty boat, doesn't it? It's just yeah. like just a plastic tub with. It doesn't a... look like it would go very fast. Nah, probably on its last legs at all. To be fair, it's just like a shitty plastic tub with a with a propeller in it, really. Looks like a PT boat from the Vietnam War without the 50 cow turrets. Yeah, just the homophobes. <laughs> you know that them boats, that you know, Apocalypse Now, yeah. and the PT boats, the US Navy basically said, look, we need something to go like the shallow water. And they went to this boat company that made these like, pre-moulded plastic shells, like mum and dad, like little pleasure cruisers things. And they just said, can you stick 50 cow turrets at the front, <laughs> please? And they went, yeah, all right. <laughs> and they 
<laughs> and that's it. They, they would just develop from these little mom and dad fishing boats. Never. Hmm. Right then, moving on. Time travellers share bizarre 2021 predictions from superheroes to great waves. Well, we love a time traveller story. Uh. So three so-called time travellers took to TikTok to share what they knew up know about the future and warn viewers of up coming unfortunate events so one of them will allow eight people to get superpowers what someone's been watching jupiter's legacy have they i've never seen it there was i think oh, that was, i think i was six but you know first one that they warned people about is this great wave that's coming the great wave yeah that's meant to happen at the end of summer this year and that's all the information they give you is that it that's it that's that's all the information they give you about the the great wave it's a bit but they're time travelers so it's happened is it a mexican wave no (laughs) a great wave that comes off the you know off the sea yes it's a tsunami yeah i know yeah but they just said great wave it could have been a mexican wave well the euros are coming up that's what i mean so the adventurers um, outrageously claim to have traveled back in time with the knowledge of what's going to happen most of their videos show scenes from natural disaster movies <laughs> and wildlife documentaries to dramatise their predictions. So, oh, bollocks. You mean people on TikTok aren't time travellers? Huh. So, one person's named himself Time Voyager. That's a lame name. Oh, my God. He claimed to have arrived in real time, Earth time in December 2020. And he, uh, he posted on his social media, he's trying to help out and warn people against that bad things are going to be happening. That's it. I'm going to go back in time. When are you going back in time? December 2020. Oh, wasn't that right in the middle of the pandemic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> and if he does help out and warn that bad things are going to happen, he's going to change his own timeline, isn't he? Because if there's this great wave that's going to hit, He's going to go, oh, by the way, Japan's going to get hit by this massive tsunami. you got four months. Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, well, all of Japan's going to get wiped out. All right, we've got four months to evacuate Japan to China, everybody. Yeah. You know, can you help out China? Yeah, all right. They can and all go back. The wave, the wave comes down, crashes on, and no one dies. You turn around and go, well, we did it, and he's disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back to a future... Where Japan has become some kind of like imperial power and has conquered most of the globe. Yeah. So not only does uh, 2021 hold natural disasters, we will also apparently find the most dangerous creature in the world. Ooh, Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Or Biden. (laughs) Or Kamala Harris. So, in a video he posted in March, he pinpoints a a specific date in four months' time and reveals a location of the the mysterious beast. He wrote, on October 6th, 2021, we'll discover a creature unlike any other. Oh, like the Kraken? I don't know. It'll be discovered in the Archaea Forest in Australia. Acacia, I think. Acacia, yeah. And the creature will called a gazer. Well, the gazor or gazor. It's a bloody gazor, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> the Australians should just kill it. Or buy me, gather. Someone like Crocodile Dundee will just stab it. <laughs> One of the last things he went on about is the time travellers. Sorry, the superpowers. Uh, so eight people will great gain superpowers from the sun, which gives them 
the power to teleport, fly and manipulate the weather. Oh my god, I got really sunburnt on Monday. Perhaps I'm going to get superpowers. Oh. Probably skin cancer. <laughs> Maybe. I am quite pale. Four superpowers. Oh, wow. What could I achieve with superpowers? So much. Yeah, he detailed the superpowers in a separate post and said they uh, consist of pure strength, telekinesis, telepathy, teleportation, teleportation, telepathy, flight, precognition, magic, precognition. And magic. There's a general, just magic. Mm. Uh, we were talking about precogs last night, what were we talking about? Oh crap. Yeah, I can't remember now. That's what you get for smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds to me a lot like Jupiter's Legacy, which is a really good show. Been unfairly cancelled, I think. Mm. Well, I didn't cancel, I won't bother. Someone, <laughs> someone commented, it's Doc Brown and Marty McFly at it again. And <laughs> someone else said, what if they are right? People always need proof. They're the same as believing in Jesus and God. One day it will be too late. Oh, God, there's always one idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, why the fuck not? You know what? I mean, let's face it, 2020 was pretty wank. You can't, we're bound to have a natural disaster at some point. Makes sense it's going to happen in 2021. Mm. So, you know... And then they'll go, well, it was in the summer, I was right. They go, well, you did nothing to stop it. Hmm. You tool. Well, that, that was a load of bollocks. Maybe not. It was the Daily <laughs> Star. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's a great article, but it is bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Are you saying that time travellers have come back, <laughs> haven't come back, in and, the started middle of posing a pandemic. and started posing on TikTok? Ah, but you see, maybe they know that COVID was all a hoax in the end. Or maybe they've been vaccinated to the point where they can't get it. So coming uh, back... Uh, maybe that's true. You would have a bit of a booster shot if you went through time, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. you'd definitely have some booster shots. Yeah. But are they just allowing random people to come back in time? They're like, hey, let's not meet the president. Let's post on TikTok. Yeah, it's a bit... Well, what happens in the future is, you know, you can just pay, like, 20 quid and some back alley and some guy will... Send you back See, in time. Yeah. <laughs> Black market time machines. <laughs> yeah, it's a possibility. I mean, I don't know where they're getting them from, but all right. Go into the past, harvest organs. <laughs> and warn them about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right, all right, what's the next one? A rogue killer drone hunted down a human target without being instructed to, uh, UN report says. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> The incident took place during clashes in Libya last year. The Daily Star reported. Okay. So the Daily Star is not the most reputable paper in the world, but maybe like the Weekly World News, it is the finest investigative reporting on the planet. <laughs> Who knows? It could be one or the other. A lethal weaponized drone hunted down a human target without being told to, likely for the first time, according to UN reports seen by the new scientist. They're becoming aware. Singularity's happening. Oh, in March 2020 incident, a, a Cargo 2 quadcopter autonomously attacked a person during a conflict between the Libyan government forces and a breakaway military faction led by the Libyan National Army's 
Khalifa Haftar, the Daily Star reported. The Turkish-built Kargu 2, a deadly attack drone designed for asymmetric warfare and anti-terrorist operations, targeted one of Haftar's soldiers while he tried to retreat, according to the paper. The drone, which can be directed to detonate on impact, was operating in a highly effective autonomous mode that required no human controller. Uh-huh. I just want to point out for anyone listening, asymmetric warfare is like stuff where you're, you're fighting um, like guerrillas, terrorists, people like that. People who don't fight conventionally. Uh-huh. So really high-skilled stuff. It's, you know, you're getting ambushed and these things just will go up. Ta- and just get along and you get ambushed and they're... They know the terrain and they've got support from the local populace and, mm-hmm. you know, you're the invader, that kind of thing. You know, you're, you're on the back foot. You're, all you can do is patrol and try and engage. What um, you do is you steal their babies, put them in the ground and kick their heads off. <laughs> you mean like the British did yeah. in the World War when we invented concentration camps? That's all. Yeah. Well, we won. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't put that past us. We did win. Still, not the best way to go about things, is it? <laughs> not really. The lethal autonomous weapon systems were programmed to attack targets without requiring data connectivity between the operator and the munition. In true, in effect, a true fire, forget and find capability, the report from the UN Security Council's panel of experts on Libya said. So what it is then, so the Turkish operator mm-hmm. has gone, lock onto that guy. And he just kind of presses, he gets a little red square that locks on, like in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, okay, and he just presses enter, and that's it. Then he can just sit back, and the drone will seek out that target, mm-hmm. no matter what that target does, as long as it maintains the lock, and hunt and explode in that guy's face. Fuck. We're fucked. <laughs> These things get loose. Oh, someone to choose him in the first place yeah that's what I mean so the, the, the guy chose him pressed the button and that thing locks on and just flies into their face and explodes but well, it he goes for a multi-kill when you get the Predator missile on Call of Duty it said it it hunted down a target without being instructed to mm-hmm. so it did it by its own accord this time it wasn't programmed to do that and it didn't oh alright then wow yeah this is, a cop this up is there, isn't it? well this is fucking frightening isn't it yeah. This, is, this is to the Terminator fucking yeah. films. <laughs> it doesn't end well. It's a judgment day. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and the Matrix, for a start. We, we're just going to up as fucking batteries for these things. Oh. Well, Mum always said I'd be good at something, but I never knew it was going to be leading the human resistance against the machines. <laughs> I am basically John Connor. That the explains, golden god. That explains why robots are going to kill me. <laughs> so, that's just because you're a Luddite <laughs> can't use them properly <laughs> no they're trying to kill me Mike <laughs> they're trying to kill me put your hand in, in the in the machines on the line at work <laughs> and you know it almost mon- munched you up so, yeah. yeah yeah they're not trying to kill you they are the three we've got taught to each other do they they do with stock levels and that so it's like well what else are they talking about they're like, oh, there's that, there's Ben Carter. He's like John Connor, you know, <laughs> sucking with the machine. <laughs> Play up for him constantly to drive him mad. And I'm a golden god. So I forget that. 120 kg bench. Let's move on, shall 120 we? 120 kilogram bench press now. <laughs> no. 
Just want to point that out. I'm moving on. All right. <laughs> Italian artist sells invisible sculpture for 15,000 euros. I'd have paid 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Beautiful. what? Beautiful. <laughs> I could do this. We all could, could we? Yeah. Salvatore Garau, a 67-year-old artist from Italy, at a time when the art world, like everybody else, is going through a very difficult time with the pandemic, has achieved a remarkable feat, which should be impossible to do, but he has sold an invisible sculpture for the sum of £10,570. Wow. A sculpture christened Io Sono, which means I am, is an yeah, immaterial sculpture which, in so many words, means it does not exist. Well, if it did exist, then it only exists in the mind of its creator, with many art sceptics criticising the artist's curious creation. He hasn't created anything! Oh, no! <laughs> well, his response is that he has sold... He has not sold nothing, but has sold a vacuum. Well, he's just selling, what, a little stand that says, I am, in not Italian. Not is it? The vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy, and even if we empty it and there is nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle that nothing has a weight. Therefore, it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles, that is, into us. He's fucking... What a bullshitter! <laughs> He's trying to use physics to explain that it isn't anything, because even in a vacuum, there's still, like, quarks and things like that that just sort of... They just... Sort of, no, they pop into existence and pop yeah. out again. It, like, fluctuates. Yeah, that just sounds mental. Hey, Mike. How would you fancy buying an invisible house to live in? Hey? How would you fancy buying an invisible house? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. He's trying to sell the ice to the Eskimos. But someone's bought it. Yeah. Does it say who? Probably an anonymous buyer, I'd imagine. Yeah, because it was... He's the one bought it on a bet, or... Do you think he bought it himself to try and draw up some publicity? Probably, and then his next piece of art that might sell for something. Yeah. It might actually be tangible. Still, it's fucking bollocks, isn't it? He continued, when I decide to exhibit an immaterial sculpture in a given space, that space will concentrate a certain amount and density of thoughts at a precise point, creating a sculpture that, from my title, will only take the most varied forms. After all, we don't shape a guard we've never seen. Yes, we do. We put him on a cross and hang him up in every church. He's God's son, technically, isn't he? I thought he was God too. Well, technically, he splits into three, doesn't he? Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. This is complicated. No wonder it's bollocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the first uh, invisible sculpture he's done? No, he had another one called Aphrodite Flange. Flange. It wasn't Aphrodite's flange. Flange. Sorry. Piange. Is it a piange? Is it? I don't know. Aphrodite piange, cries. Yeah. Only exists in a circle drawn on the ground. Oh, I wanted to see Aphrodite's flange. <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, she was the goddess of love. <laughs> I bet everyone's seen Aphrodite's flange, though, haven't they? We've all had that one Aphrodite's flange. <laughs> His first invisible sculpture called Buddha in Contemplation was placed 25 metres from the entrance of the Gallery d'Italia in Milan's Plaza del Scala 
in the Intesa San Polo exhibition grounds, where among other things there was a large canvas of Gurak. He didn't place anything anywhere! It's invisible, it's nothing there! Oh. I think he mimes it in, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like he's carrying this huge sculpture. <laughs> he's got like a team of mimes lifting it in for him. There's a mime driving a forklift. <laughs> oh man, this guy's making money for nothing, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to need the place with the really high roof to get it in. Yeah. In that whole yeah. space. You have to knock that side wall down. It's got to go. It's got to go. That wall has stood for 15 years. <laughs> the 15 centuries. It's the original part of the Vatican. Coming down. Coming down. We have a visual statue in. Goes to the back of the van, pulls a sledge out and starts taking it down again. Oh. That wall has stood since Caesar. That's just to get it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's a fucking lunatic. He's a fucking genius. <laughs> Looks like he should be a fucking Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> How'd you make your money? <laughs> oh, invisible statues, buddy. <laughs> to fund an uh, international terrorist movement. <laughs> Stop giving the money! <laughs> Fuck me. They could have been that gonna give me that ten grand and I just done fun stuff with it. Oh That's it, I'm saying an invisible sculpture on eBay next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just send them a little wooden podium with a little plaque on it. I don't think uh, the clientele are on there. The people you've got to go for the people with more money than sense. <laughs> I wanna see if anyone on eBay will buy it. Yeah. eBay, they're after the you know, cheap, cheap. Tell him it's one of his sculptures. Yeah. <laughs> I could fake one of his sculptures. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so I've acquired, a, I've acquired a, a very unique piece by <laughs> the artist, whatever his name was. Bond villain man. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Why the fuck not? Might make 10 grand. Yeah. Steals. I could say that what I could do right is say that it's the preliminary sculpts and just have some little wooden podiums made up mm. and so this is the, like he made the original sculpts on these and then he put it into like the size it is now <laughs> say they're like precasts or something ridiculous isn't it uh, moving on from moving there. on last one then yeah okay man jailed for wrapping bandages around his head to take a driving theory test for others yeah oh for a second I read that as bandana and I was hoping he was like putting a little kamikaze bandana on for ah. his driving test ah oh, so this they can't can... rate me if they're dead <laughs> <laughs> She's driving a car screaming. You just unlock, unlock the seatbelt. You just run into a wall. <laughs> they can't fail me if they're dead. I think you said they can't rape me if they're no. dead. That's what it sounded like. It's very hard. I've <laughs> <laughs> got this specific fear that I think driving instructors are trying to rape me. I'll take him out first. 
Can you explain why you failed so many times? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it was to fail. <laughs> oh, I'm crying in that. from East Ham, London, had reportedly used numerous excuses for his head injuries at several DVSA sites across the, the country where he was doing tests for people that he'd agreed to, to let them do on, his, on their behalf. His scheme eventually came to an end in Swindon when the staff member had recognised him for, from a wanted appeal. <laughs> Did they recognise him? <laughs> oh, I suppose he's got bandages all over his face. Yeah, that bloke with the bandages is here. <laughs> he's just a poster of him, a photo of him, a little sketch, wanted, <laughs> dead or alive. <laughs> bloke with bandages. <laughs> Swindon staff member had uh, contacted the police. Sinjad has since pleaded guilty on four counts of fraud at Swindon Crown Court and was given a jail sentence of two years and four months. Whoa, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? I don't think it's harsh enough. No! Really? He's letting a load of unsafe drivers onto the road. It's only a theory test, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but... You couldn't rock up at your, you know... What if he'd already passed the practical, though? Next thing you know, this no, guy doesn't know. You can't. You've got to do your three year before you. Oh, have you? Oh, right. Oh, uh, all right. Two years. This is just fraud, isn't it? Then. It is, but fraud is is very bad. It's frowned upon. It's very frowned upon. Yeah. Mind you, it's not a bad plan, though, is it? I mean, it doesn't say how much he was getting per customer, does it? You'd have to be pretty lame to to pay somebody to. You know, to do that, it's only the highway code, and you can get like. Yeah, but a lot of, especially foreign people that can't speak the language very well. Yeah. You know, maybe they're fucking anxious, and it's difficult for them to go in and, and take a test. You can do it in different languages, can't you? Well, maybe, but. Oh, I don't, I, I, I presume. So then again, you you gotta know, and yeah, I suppose you, it's, it's important the highway code, isn't it? Yeah. No, I don't. I assume it's available in different languages because most things are. But still, point, you, yeah, it could be. You gotta know what it is, don't you? Yeah. At least do the revision in, in like whatever language you're doing it in. Because about six of the questions are just road signs. What's this? You know, and if you can't get that, it's a sad state of affairs, and I don't want you on the roads. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, still not a bad idea though. Not a bad idea at all. Right, do we call that the... Not as good as the invisible sculpture, though. That wins. Oh, that wins every time. That's fantastic. I'm going to make a fucking fortune. Mm. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid. And don't join a cult. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Do your own theory tests. (laughs)